Today, I want to focus on the importance of resetting your routines as we dive into a new year. There's a really interesting thing that happens when I mention the word routines to parents. There's this like cloud of stress that can instantly be sort of seen and felt. Hello and welcome. I'm Tara, the founder of Raising Resilient Children. I support parents with the tools and skills they need to become the parent they want to be. Using my signature framework, the language of kindness and parent clues for problem solving, I teach you ways to make parenting easier while fostering connection and building essential life skills for resiliency. As a longtime educator, former preschool owner and parent, I have been working with parents and children for over 20 years. From this experience, I know there is no cookie cutter approach to parenting and information can be overwhelming. Let's tackle some of this by having some important conversations and digging into some different topics. Last year was rough. I'm typically a glass half full type of person. My optimism fuels me. And I know if I wasn't this type of person, there are tons of things I would have given up on in my lifetime. But I'm not going to lie. 2022, it kicked my butt. I've never felt so burnt out in my entire life. There are a lot of reasons for this, and I know I'm far from alone in this feeling, but there is one thing that stands out for me, and it's something that I'm really going to focus on shifting my attention around, and that's where I put my energy and thinking. I'm a problem solver by nature. I love the challenge of fixing things, finding solutions, and so on. But what about the problems that have bigger trajectories, or maybe no solutions at all? There's a lot of things happening in the world right now that directly impact me, but I have no control over them and the weight of those things can really weigh me down at times. There's something that I talk about in my program, Building Resilience Through Kindness. I talk about it right at the beginning. It's this idea that parents can find themselves operating as full-time professional problem solvers. This is not only exhausting, it's unintentionally setting you up to operate in a negative headspace. When you are always seeking or reflecting on the problem that you need to fix, you tend to overlook the things that are going well. Does this sound familiar? This fairly succinctly summarizes my 2022 headspace. The other thing that directly impacted my outlook was I got drowned in marketing advice that wasn't resonating, and this further contributed to my negative headspace. I'm actually going to take a deep dive on this topic because it's something that might be impacting you in ways that you're potentially not aware of. A lot of parenting advice is built around marketing and fast fixes, which is not servicing you or your children. That's the topic of my next episode. So if you don't already subscribe, this would be a great time to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on that conversation. Today, I want to focus on the importance of resetting your routines as we dive into a new year. I have a saying, predictability before flexibility. There's a really interesting thing that happens when I mention the word routines to parents. There's this like cloud of stress that can instantly be sort of seen and felt. I think there's a lot of reasons for this, but likely underlying it is your runaway snowball. We all have them. You know the one that you can't ever seem to catch? That break you so desperately want? Bedtime routines that don't take five hours? Dinners that don't turn into battles? Getting dressed without yelling? Feelings that are taking over everything for both you and your child? These things are all related in some way. It's one of the reasons I built my program. The answer is never just bedtime or meals or getting dressed or big feelings. It's always the layers. And at the bottom is an underlying challenge or missing skill or both. In the program, I have a system called Parent Clues for Problem Solving. This is the system that helps you figure out the layer underneath 
the one you are likely currently trying to apply a Band-Aid to when you might need some stitches. This is also part of that marketing conversation, the one that convinces you that A plus B equals C, when in fact that's way too simple when we're talking about behavior. As a parent, longtime educator, former preschool owner, and now parent educator, I can unequivocally say modern parenting is no joke, and there are so many layers to navigate. It's those layers and the desire to show up differently in your parenting that lead you to second-guess your decisions because they allow parent guilt to creep in and cloud your thinking. For example, they prevent you from holding firm boundaries because you do things like second-guess what the limit-pushing behavior means. Is something troubling my child that they can't settle in at night? Are they needing help with something? Do they not feel validated? Did I spend enough time with them today? The did I, should I, could I in our conversations that parents doing their best have. This is where I help parents understand that routines are about so much more than schedules. Without a clear baseline, you can never effectively answer any of those inner questions. The predictability of a reliable routine means consistency. This does not mean rigidity. This is really important. We live in a dynamic world. I understand. But I also know people in general, and children specifically, do not function well when they aren't living lives with more predictability than flexibility. And here's the other part. I know setting this up takes a lot of effort and it doesn't always work forever. You have to revisit and reset, sometimes more often than you'd like. In fall 2022, I think we had to reset our routine six times because of illness and other unplanned life events. Life happens, sometimes in ways we don't expect or want, but this is where the routine reset can be so helpful. It helps reset rules we got flexible on because we needed to. Things like screen time, food, body movement, getting outside. In my program, I call them the big four. The four things you need to have routines around to help you and your child be able to show up to regulate their feelings. A million tools will never be enough without this baseline. If you're curious to learn more about my program, you can find it at targrado.ca forward slash BRTK or head to the show notes and grab the link from there. The other piece, and the one that might be your biggest challenge in implementing routines, is that kids have a really hard time when we arbitrarily change direction on things. It doesn't feel fair. The habit was so comfortable. Unfortunately, comfortable might not be benefiting our body and mind needs. Brains love the path of least resistance. It can get quite easy to fall into a routine of comfort and forget to do things that help us grow and get stronger. This might be particularly resonating as we shift from holiday mode to back to school, daycare, work mode. Unfortunately, this is also where our habits can lead to bigger parenting challenges down the road. A quick screen here to help us eat or give us a break adds up to another screen there and suddenly we discover we are relying on screens to get things done because if we don't use the screens, we can't get anything done. This is another example of a quick fix that influencers will tell you not to feel bad about, but they don't tell you the part two. When you fall into a habit of doing this, it becomes just that, a habit, and one that's really hard to break. Now, I'm not here to make you feel bad about using screens because I'm not anti-screen, but I will tell you that if you use screens to fill gaps instead of using them as a part of a routine with clear limits, 
You will also likely find yourself in some situations where it's difficult to facilitate independent play, might have a child who has difficulty tolerating boredom or being patient, and in some cases, children who can't complete some of the most boring tasks in life, like waiting your turn, standing in line, waiting for food to be ready, and so on. So am I saying you'll never do these things? Nope. I do them too. But the important thing is to be aware that there are connections and consequences to the choices we make and it's not as simple as it's okay. Social media leads us down that it's okay path, the don't shame path, the everyone is doing it path. And I do agree it's okay here and there. It's okay in flexible situations. But when the here and there become the habit or routine, this is where the challenges lie and quite often contribute to the runaway snowball. I once had someone tell me, don't ever tell parents about the big picture. They are just trying to survive the here and now. I'm going to say I took that advice a little too much to heart and I regret it because there are layers. And although I never want to shame or judge anyone, I also feel I have a responsibility to help people see the bigger picture because when I do, it helps them make informed choices in the moment. Ultimately, that's my goal. Help you make informed choices that work for your family. So in this example, being patient is a life skill and we need to build our threshold for it because more and more of our world is on demand. So it's super easy to get caught filling up the space. Then all of a sudden, our children are in a group learning environment and they can't wait their turn because they don't have any skills for waiting. They're so used to someone or something filling the boring void for them. This is a great example of how being aware that some of our choices might unintentionally reinforce certain things or create habits that are making our lives and our children's lives harder in the big picture. This leads me to the other piece I know many struggle with when I drop the word routine. In this fast-paced world of juggling way too many balls, it can feel a bit like we've been robbed of time. So we're constantly feeling the pressure of limited time. Whether that's limited time for ourselves, limited time with our children, limited time with our partners. We worry that if we lock ourselves into a routine, we lose the flexibility. Something will get lost in the shuffle. Or... We are so deeply into juggling that the thought of trying to figure it out is overwhelming. There's no time to find more time. I get this. I really do. Here's a fun side story. I've always been pretty good about creating routines for my family, especially when I owned a preschool. Now, in this new role as a parenting educator and consultant, I have been an epic failure And it didn't happen overnight. It happened slowly over time. One of the things I reflected on during my break is why. One of the reasons is because I'm learning so many things while simultaneously trying to implement them. So in my business. And then at the same time, I'm also trying to parent. One of the things I noticed is there's no clear start or end to my day. And I was getting caught in the, let me edit this reel here. One more piece of my blog there. One more comment on a post here. Things that by themselves might not be super time consuming, but they make me less present and very inefficient. That's my runaway snowball. But I couldn't fully see it. It took me needing surgery and being forced to step back from my business before I took the time to analyze. Something else I reflected on is that I don't think, I didn't think like this two and a half years ago. I did most things with intention. But the pandemic has changed the way I consume social media 
and the way I function. And it's made me realize I need to make some changes, but I wouldn't have noticed this if I hadn't taken the time to do a time audit. One of the activities parents do about halfway through my program is a weekday reflection and brainstorm. There's a bunch of goals and layers to this, but part of this is figuring out what time each family has versus what they feel they have. I'm not going to lie. This can be a very stressful activity for some people, which is why I teach you about stress and some of the tools for that in earlier modules. But it's also one of the things that a lot of people tell me is a game changer for them because it helps them see their lives more clearly. Now, when I did my time audit, I found some places where my work-life balance is too blurry and that left holes in our routines that were making space for inconsistencies, which were leading to pushback in areas that I don't normally have challenges, things like bedtime, getting outside, turning off screens. Because what I had fallen into was it's no big deal if they watch a little more trap. Ultimately, though, what I discovered is things were far too flexible, more flexible than predictable. You can't set effective boundaries when you are more flexible than predictable. I teach this, I live this, and I still got caught by it. In my case, I couldn't even say to myself what my work schedule was because it was so woven into my daily life. Now, some people might say, well, this is part of owning a small business, and that's true, but it's also inefficient, and it was creating situations that I know were directly impacting my children's behavior. And let's be honest, mine too. I have another saying, mean what you say and say what you mean. So the first step in resetting routines is reflecting. Reflecting on what your current schedules or days look like. What's your morning routine, evening routine, pre-bedtime and bedtime routine? Something I teach in my transitions workshop is about how long things actually take versus how long we wish they would take. It's important in this process to document how long things actually take. For example, if it takes 30 minutes to get dressed, put that for now. It doesn't mean that you're stuck at that timeline forever, but if you more accurately reflect on how long things actually take versus how long you want them to take, you're gonna feel less pressured to make things happen in unrealistic timelines with your children. That's another part of that snowball that you're chasing. Give yourself a couple days to do this. And if you want some accountability or guidance, hop into my new on-demand program, Building Resilience Through Kindness at taragrado.ca forward slash BRTK. I am super excited about having created something for busy modern parents that is accessible, but also provides you with opportunities to ask me questions that I will record in live Q&As. Parenting is a journey and we were never meant to do it alone. I'm building a community around this. And as I mentioned, the reflection process is one that people have found really valuable. For those of you wondering, okay, now that we've done this reflection, what's next? That's where you can sit and figure out how much screen time, how much movement time, when dinner will be, when's your intentional connection time going to be? I take all that info and I put it on my chalk wall. If you're looking for an amazing ready-to-go reusable product, my friend and colleague Marlene Spence at Rewardums makes awesome visual schedules. I'm in no way affiliated with her, but I love her product. Okay. So we've covered a lot of ground today, and I know some of you are going to need some time to process. If you have questions or thoughts, send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when future episodes launch. For information on how to connect with me, head to taragrado.ca, or you can find me on Instagram at Raising Resilient Children. Until next time, thanks again for listening to the Raising Resilient Children podcast with Tara Grotto.